kufiyut zayin amit alif. Reciprocity in relationship. Kamayim hapanim lepanim. Changing other people's attitudes is one of the most difficult things to do, and yet it's so important to be able to do that when one's in any relationship or in any situation of leadership. Uh, you're reliant on people, you're around people, and if their attitudes are negative uh, and sometimes even destructive, what can you do to change that? People are in charge of their own attitudes, and uh, it, it's one of the hardest things to change another person's behavior, but it's even harder to try and change another person's attitude. And an approach to this is something that I've been teaching for so many years to, to leaders in, uh, in business uh, and others, a, a method, an approach as to how to instantly change attitude. And that approach has its origins in a piece of Gemara on our daf. And so I didn't want to skip over it. I wanted to share that with you, uh, although it's not a profound piece of, of Lomdis, it's not a, a profound piece of technical understanding of, of halakha and of a Gemara, um, but it's just something so beautiful in its simplicity and, and applicable and, and so powerful uh, in its effectiveness. And that is, I've always thought of looking at the people around you as if they are instruments in a cockpit, let's say. You're a pilot and you're flying a plane, you've got a dashboard in front of you, and there are a whole lot of instruments that are giving you information. And there are times when your instruments give you information that you might not want to know or might not enjoy knowing about. So if you're flying at 30,000 feet and your altimeter starts spinning and you're you're losing altitude according to your altimeter and 30,000 goes down to 25, to 20, to 15, to 10, uh, the altimeter is telling you that you're in trouble. And of course, it would be absurd for you as the pilot to say, oh my goodness, the altitude's saying I'm in trouble, so let's change the, alt the altimeter. Let's get a new altimeter. Let's get an altimeter that will give me the information I want. Of course, that would be absurd. Rather, you have to take the information that you're getting from the instruments around you and modify your own behavior. If you're losing altitude, you've got to increase your thrust. You've got to do something. You've got to move some levers in the cockpit that are going to change that reading on the altitude. It's not about changing the altitude, uh, just changing the altimeter. And so often with people too, our, immediately re our immediate reaction is to change the people. There's somebody in the team who has a bad attitude. Um, I'm in relationship with somebody who has a bad attitude. Just switch them out to change them, get away from them. Sometimes that's necessary, but very often it isn't. Very often the people around us are instruments reflecting to us the energy that we're giving out. It's very difficult for us to know what energy we're giving out. In our minds, we might feel good and think that we're giving out positive energy. And yet the people around us might not be feeling positive energy from us. And so one of the greatest gifts that we have is the fact that the faces around us, the people around us, are giving us the kind of information that can enable us to modify our behavior and correct our attitude in the same way as a pilot would correct his altitude. Imagine that you walk into a room, a large hall, and the walls are covered with mirrors. And you look in the mirror and you see a frowning person, you see a scowling person, and you want to go around and change all the mirrors because it looks so scary to see all these faces staring at you and they're looking so angry. And yet all you need to do is put a smile on your face and every mirror reflects back positively. And we have this idea in a Pesach that the, the Gemara quotes on Adaf. And the Pesach is in, in Mishle Perich of Zayim, Kamayim Hapanim Lapanim. 
Cain Lev Ha'adam La'adam. Just as water is a face to the face, so the heart of a person is a heart to the other to the other person. And the Gemara uses this to explain the view of the Rabbonin in Abraisa uh, that do not list so that in listing various individuals whose evidence is not accepted about the death of a, of a relative. So as we've been discussing in the last few daf, there are times where a single witness is believed when it comes to evidence about a person having died, thereby enabling uh, the widow of that person to remarry and not to be an aguna. Uh, and not only are single witnesses believed in these cases, whereas generally we need two witnesses, uh, but a woman is also believed where normally a woman is not permitted to be a, a witness. And even if the woman is a krova, even if she's a relative, even if she's actually the wife of the person about whom she's giving evidence, uh, there too, provided certain conditions are met, she is neemenet, she is believed. But there's a list of people who are not believed. One of them is a mother-in-law is not believed to give evidence about the death of her son. Um, and the, the, the reason for that is that there is a level of hatred, the Gemara says, between the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law. Um, and, and of course, not in all relationships, but there's a potential for for hatred in that relationship. That the uh, the mother the mother-in-law, in other words, the mother of the man, sees the young wife as taking the loyalty of her son away uh, from her, and uh, it can be a difficult relationship in certain instances, especially where the mother's relationship with the son was a particularly close one. Uh, but the, interestingly, that the rabbonin don't repeat the, the, the reciprocal relationships because just by merely talking about the mother-in-law, we understand that the same applies with the daughter-in-law. And the Gemara says, why is that so? And says, because of Kamayim apanim lepanim, Kain leva adam adam. And Rashi explains that and says, the Posuk says, Kamayim apanim lepanim, Kamayim alalu sha'adam sofeya bahem bahem panim kepanav. Like the reflection of the water, when you look at a pool of water, in the example I gave, the mirror, or the instruments on the dashboard. If you're smiling, the face in the water is smiling. And if you are frowning, the, the, the reflection is frowning. The same applies when one person is reflecting to another person. If you love the other, the other loves you. And if you despise the other, the other despises you. That the energy we put out is reflected back to us by the people around us. And the energy we, we give out is not just in terms of the expression on our faces. The energy we give out comes from the deeper place inside us, from our hearts, from the leva Adam. And so Chazal tell us, if... In one's heart, one feels positively towards another person and one projects that positiveness to the other person. That will be reflected back to us. You're able to change the attitude. If you meet somebody and you look at them and you think, this person seems to dislike me. Uh, this person seems to be angry at me. Try modifying your own attitude to that person. You can't change their attitude, but try changing your attitude. 
And as we said in a, a few daft back, that we have the capacity to choose our assumptions. And instead of choosing to assume that that person dislikes you, why don't you try feeling true love and affection for that other person and projecting that love and affection to them and see their attitude towards you change as well? And when we're leading a team, that's so important to understand that uh, to change the attitude of a team, sometimes the leader of the team can do that in an instant by changing his or her own attitude towards the team. A teacher in a classroom can change the energy in a classroom by changing their attitude, the teacher's attitude to the students and see the student's attitude automatically changing with respect to the teacher. And one of the examples I often give is you can going to work on a, on a Monday morning in the rest of the world other than Israel, where Monday is the first day of the week, and you might be standing in an elevator that goes up a tall skyscraper, and the elevator is full and everybody's scowling and grumpy, and you walk into the elevator, all you need to do is put a smile on your face and say, good morning, everybody. Have a good day. I hope you have a good day. Say something nice. And all of a sudden, the energy in the elevator changes. Everybody's smiling. People start talking to each other instead of the deathly silence that one usually finds when people are crammed into confined spaces such as, a, such as an elevator. It's because just as a mirror or water reflects a person's expression, so the heart of the other, the heart of your friend, of your teammate, of your husband or wife, reflects what you're feeling. And so invest in your feeling towards them. Invest in modifying and calibrating your feeling towards them and see how quickly that modifies the way they express themselves to you and the peace and the love and the kindness that results from that. 